Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Otter Pod, the official podcast of your Danville Otterbots. To keep up with all things bots, be sure to follow us at Go Otterbots on social media. And as always, get geared up now at danvilleotterbots.com and find your favorite hat and shirt combination sure to have you looking otter this world. Now, without further ado, let's send it over to your host. That's right, Jay. Welcome back to another edition of the Otter Pod, the official podcast of your Danville Otterbots. And boy, has it been a while. We have been busy, but as always, I'm Wyatt and I'm here with Jacob. And uh, today we've got uh, kind of a special edition again. We've got our third ever uh, special guest on the episode here today. Um, One of our proud partners uh, will be joining us He's the Community Relations and Engagement Manager uh, for Hitachi Energy over in uh, South Boston, just over here in our backyard. Um, He will be joining us to talk about, uh, you know, what Hitachi is doing, uh, what they're doing, you know, their their uh, community-involved organization, just as we are. So we have a lot of similarities, so we're going to be talking about, you know, what they're doing. Uh, And then we kind of talk about a little bit of baseball as well, which is is kind of our bread and butter here. But... uh, Yep. But we are we're first off want to want to start off by thanking Ryland for uh, for joining us uh, on the the podcast as we know his time is very very valuable um, and uh, so yeah we want to want to thank him first and foremost and then I guess we should uh, hop right into this interview then let's do it all right let's do it in 2022 we had some great partners didn't we from special game nights to exciting giveaways our partners helped us put on an amazing show. Without our partners, we wouldn't be able to do what we love and bring baseball to the city of Danville. If you and your business are looking for a way to immerse yourself in the community and with the Otterbots, feel free to give us a call or stop by the office. We have amazing things coming in 2023, but with opportunities going quickly, don't wait. We cannot wait for what's to come. All right, Bots fans, we are back. And as we said earlier here in the episode, we've got a very special guest with us here today, one of our proud partners, uh, representative. This is Mr. Ryland Clark with Hitachi Energy. So, Ryland, first off, we'd like to, to thank you for taking the time and, and joining us on this episode of the Otter Pod today and being, you know, our, our third ever uh, special guest. Well, thanks. I'm the third, so that's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. One Appreciate of, one, it. You know, Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, we've got some some questions for you. Um, we're we're gonna kind of yeah. let you let you take the floor, uh, let people know about about you, about Hitachi, what Hitachi is doing, and kind of what what you yourself uh, and and Hitachi are, are doing in the community. So, first of all, just just give us a, just give us a little rundown about you. Like what uh, who who is Ryland and and what is Ryland all about? Uh, so my name is Ryland Clark. I uh, I work here at Hitachi Energy. I've been here around nine years. Uh, wow. So. Uh, moved back to yeah 20, 2014 so um recently you know, uh started this job a couple years ago trying to interact with the community um and make connections and see how we can support the community and those around us um you know uh I, you know i live in i live in halifax county um you know spare time you know just enjoy you know got a few hobbies a scuba dive i you know fly drones a lot you'll see some some of us, me doing that and uh, when i can and you know sometimes we'll be at the jam or just just running or or just volunteering in general, I uh, really enjoy it. Um, you know, after work and helping, you know, just the community and just the region in whole as a whole. 
That's awesome. You said you you said you're a scuba diver. Yeah, yeah, I've done been doing that a few years, so uh, I haven't you know haven't got there recently, but uh, I love doing it and seeing the seeing the aquatic life, and uh, it's always special. Always, I started. I wanted to see us. I wanted to see if I could catch some sea turtles, and so I was able to see some one time. So it's a really cool experience. So. That's awesome, dude. And then and then the drone thing. We'll we'll have to. Do you have like your own drone or something that you that you kind of fly around or? I do, do yeah. I, I do fly around. Uh, Take some, take photos, videos, and you know, do some work on the side. I just really enjoy the technology, the kind of the new perspective that it gives you, and uh, it's really nice. Dude, we'll have to, we'll have to have you out to the ballpark, uh, you know, at some point this season. Do a, do a nice little drone, drone shot or something. That'd be, that'd be pretty yeah. sick. <laughs> yeah, take a photo for y'all to use. That'd be great. Yeah, that that would be awesome. Well, hey man, so so like I said, you, you work with Hitachi. Hitachi is a a global organization. Mm -hmm. Uh, doing doing tons of things, but you know Hitachi for for our listeners here, they're they're right in our backyard uh, out in in South Austin. Uh, obviously, we are here in Danville, but the Danville Otterbots are for not just everybody who lives in Danville, but for the South Side. And so uh, you know, kind of making our way into to South Boston and and kind of uh, forming these partnerships. Uh, and and through our talks with Ryland, we realized that that we have a lot of similarities. We're community first organizations. We're always you know uh, out in the community. And so I guess my, my next question would be, uh, you know, tell the people, like, what, what does Hitachi do um, in South Boston? What do you guys uh, primarily uh, do at, at the plant there? So we manufacture power transformers here. So, um, you know, if you ever go by substations or if you're ever in a big city and you walk over the grids, you know, that uh, you don't want to, you know, act, you know uh, some people don't like walking over them. But most of the time there's power transformers underneath of those. And so you'll find it there. Uh, we manufacture uh, power transformers that go on trains. Uh, you know, we, we have some transformers here that go on high-speed rail um, uh, that are being built in the U.S. right now. So hopefully soon you'll see some, you know, routes open up. But those trains go around 165 miles an hour, but you'll see there. So we supply, you know, big cities. We supply, you know, most of Hawaiian islands. We've done, the, um, we've done some Olympic transformers in the past for... Um, you know, for when they start to, to build out, um, you know, some of our, we've done, as a, as a company, some, some uh, transformers of the World Trade Center 1, and uh, we have a Bland facility that does our, uh, the, um, the transformers for a lot of the submarines um, that for the Navy. And so really, um, you know, our transformers are, are really everywhere. Um, you know, I think, uh, you know, we are the, as a Tachi Energy as a whole, we're the largest, um, installed transformer base in the world and so uh it's uh, really proud of that and um just get to work on some really amazing projects yeah man i mean that sounds awesome so you know as i said like atachi is global and when you say global like like Rollins just said like it's it truly is global like they're everywhere uh so that's like that's that's it truly is global <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's that's really awesome stuff you guys are doing man <laughs> so so like like you said your your role mm -hmm. is you are the i i can't remember the the exact Title, but you so the like community, yeah, yeah. So community relations and engagement manager, trying to you know maintain relationships in the community and also engage the community, um, whether it be you know high schools, higher education centers, um, you know any type of nonprofits in the region, any type of you know if we have to uh, talk with some of the local officials that, that work in the area, work with them um, in, in the region. Uh, so really, just any interaction outside of the of the build, physical building here. And then I'm also responsible for, for making sure that our employees that do work here um, are happy. We, you know, what they want. We 
solicit their feedback and, and make improvements internally too so that we not only attract people, but we keep people. That's awesome, man. Hey, that includes bringing them out to uh, to Otterbots games <laughs> uh, <laughs> to, to keep, them, keep them having fun no, throughout no. the summer. <laughs> I would say that when we, you guys came here to, you know, kind of present your sponsorship package to us, and uh, it's one of the better, better ones I've ever seen. You know, I really like how you guys really uh, take a holistic approach to stuff. You know, the, having the, the the things in the outfield for kids, I mean, with uh, with you know, uh, maybe hearing or autistic or things like that, and then also the diversity that you guys really push towards and and value for for us. You know, it's really an easy sell, and we were happy to, to partner with you. I know we're doing a family day up there with you guys soon, uh, and we, we bought some season tickets. And so, uh, you know, I think you guys represent yourselves really well, and uh, it makes it easy for, for companies to want to be a part of it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And that was one of the main reasons. We were like, hey, you know, we, we've got to do something together after, you know, being connected with you on, on LinkedIn for, for so long, seeing as, as much stuff as you guys are doing out in the community. Right. Like everything correlates between between two organizations. Like we are, you know, a community first, no, diverse. We want something for everybody, and you guys hire like that's right. Everybody, you guys hire different uh, uh, different types of people everything. every day. You guys have so many different people in the plant, and so just just kind of having something for everybody. So then, when all the Hitachi employees, you know, come out for the family day, or just just come out and use those season tickets, like they they realize, oh hey, there's something for me here. So I think that it was it was a no-brainer to, to do that, and, and we're really excited about, uh, about having you guys out this year. Um, and so I know, again, you, you do a lot of community stuff with Hitachi, but you also do some, some right. stuff out in the community mm -hmm. just, just on your own. So I know you have a, a lot of ties with, with Halifax right. uh, and the, the softball team there. If, mm -hmm. if, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, you're, you're one of the assistant coaches. Yeah, yeah. Well, I um, we help a lot with softball. I'm the assistant JV baseball coach here at the high school, and so we, uh, yeah, it's. Uh, but we partner with pretty much all the athletic teams here, and and even some, you know, that we've uh, reached out to in Danville. You know, recently uh, helped with the Danville Soccer Club, um, and we have a lot of employees that, that play in Danville, and so we recently partnered with them. And then even, you know, Mecklenburg County, you know, we partnered some with the. They have a fishing team, which was kind of cool. It was a different request that we had to help sponsor them and. We try to do as much as we can to help the youth uh, in the area. That's that's awesome, man. So, you know, you guys obviously not just baseball, but but everything. Like you said, the the soccer club. We've had, uh, we've had a bunch of those. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I like I said baseball. I mean, I personally love baseball. You know, I've been around it for forever. Um, I'm I'm trying to go to all the baseball stadiums. Um, so I'm hoping that's on the list. I've, I've been to, I think I went to Philadelphia a couple weekends ago and that was number 18. So I'm trying to, I think I'm over halfway. So just love the sport. I love what it teaches uh, young people. Um, and I think you can take those lessons, you know, uh, throughout. And so um, really great sport. What's been your favorite stadium so far? Um, you know, a lot of them have like unique experiences. Uh, I think the and so some of them have really good views, but the stadium experience maybe hasn't, you know, but uh, right. Kansas City had a really cool, like, Hall of Fame, like, walkthrough. It was really, really nice. Um, had a good time there. You know, uh, the Cubs was, was awesome. I mean, you walk into, like, a – you're walking through a neighborhood, and all of a sudden there's a big stadium there. <laughs> that that was really nice. Um, St. Louis, I think, has the best view because you have the arch in the, in the, in the outfield, in the background, and, you know, st and stuff stuff like, like that. And um, – you know, uh, it's just they all have a, what I like about them, they all have a different 
flavor to them. Um, usually each ballpark has you know a special food that they serve only at that ballpark, and so try to you know get in line and, and try those out. And so just uh, it's been really nice to to just find out and go around it and see how they're all unique and what they offer, and it's just it's really neat. That's awesome. Eight, Eighteen out of uh, out of thirty, so. And you're almost there. What's uh, what's one that you haven't been to that that's really like the the main one you wanna wanna get to? Uh, I'd like to go to San Francisco and see the yeah. you know and get the you know the balls in the bay and stuff. That'd be really cool. I've been out there and there was no games at the time and uh, so that was um, you know that, that, you know so I'd like to get out there and I'd love to um, have a couple friends in Seattle that I've been meeting to go okay, see yeah. so. Really like to get out there uh, and and catch catch a game and unfortunately sometimes I I'll travel with work and sometimes uh, we'll catch it when there's a game in town and sometimes there's you know we, we miss it but uh, at least try to get out there and see the stadiums and um, we'll, we'll make it back to them so those are a couple that I'm looking forward to, to checking out that's awesome and yeah West Coast is is uh, is I'm sure it's beautiful I've never been you know to the West Coast I'm sure it's beautiful also I'm sure they would love to. Have you if, if none of the none of the uh, kayakers catch any of the balls to go scuba diving? And <laughs> That's right. Get one. <laughs> That's right. Catch them in the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, you know, you, you talked a lot about how, how big of a baseball fan you were. That was one of my questions: is is are you a big baseball guy? Well, since you are a big baseball guy, what's uh, what's what's your uh, your go-to team? Your favorite team, um, if you have one. I know some people don't don't have one; they just like the sport, but. Do you have a favorite team that you root for? Um, honestly, not really. Since I, you know, I, I started off, you know, liking the regional teams, and then the more I traveled, you kind of pick up a little bit from each team, and just I really appreciate the sport, and um, you know, I love to see like unique things happen. Like um, you don't see it much anymore, but I love when somebody hits for the cycle. I think that's such <laughs> a unique thing to do. Uh, you know, you know, nowadays you see more multi-home run games, but to see somebody like hit for the cycle, I think the weird things like that is uh, that you don't really normally see. Uh, those are kind of the things that I really like to uh, enjoy um, seeing, and you know, a lot of the strategy in the game. And then um, it's uh, I will say when we were as the first ball game I've been to um, when I was in Philadelphia, where they had the new rule changes, so that the, it was very um, the game was faster, uh, so a little bit of dynamics there, and. Um, I will say though, I love the stadium, but I, I've never been to a stadium where the fans were booing the home team because the pitcher was throwing too many balls, and I was like, I'm just, I was, I was really surprised. And uh, I, 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 I talked to some locals. They were like, the fans here in Philadelphia expect perfection in, in, in all sports, and so, and so they, I was like, they're, I was like, are they, I was like, are they booing the, the their own pitcher? He's like, he's throwing too many balls, and I was like, oh my lord, like I've never seen that. So that was definitely a new experience in Philadelphia. But yeah, dude, that's that's nuts. I mean, you you hear all about like Philadelphia fans, like, and that's that's kind of why, I guess that the Eagles general manager is always so aggressive because you know they're expecting Super Bowls every year. But dude, I mean, that's I never heard like I never heard of that. Like that's that's nuts. Have you have you ever heard of? I mean, I know Boston. It was, it was, it was very different. It took me a second to like realize what they were doing. <laughs> so I was like, "We are pitching, right?" Like, yeah. I was like, "Okay." <laughs> You'll see that happen. Yankees every now and again. I mean, the stadium's already empty there with the way they've been playing lately. But I mean, if you get if you play basketball, yeah. anything's possible, right? I guess. But that's I guess true. not for a walk. Yeah, yeah. They uh, they they lost five zero when I was. Yeah. Oh well, I mean, who did they play? 
I'll say the Rockies. Say oh, the, okay, that makes sense then. I guess I would probably boo my team if they lost yeah. by yeah, nothing that, to yeah. Colorado. Um, God. <laughs> yeah, that's that's tough. Well, uh, so so you're a big. But I will say the the coolest the, the coolest when I was in Chicago. When they win, they like sing this song together at the stadium. Everybody kind of like locks arms and yeah. sings this, and it is that is an experience I'll never forget. And so I, I, that is, if you get a chance to do that, I mean, yeah, Fenway is very cool. You know, they get the real small seats and stuff, but like the song they sing in the Cubs stadium um, when they win the game together as like a as a whole like uh, town is just this is awesome. Yeah, no, I hadn't actually... really hadn't really anything like that. I, I'm a, a Chicago sports fan, so. Uh, Cubs are. Uh, okay. I picked the Cubs instead of the White Sox just because I feel like it's Chicago tradition to be a Cubs fan. I'm not from Chicago, but my That's favorite right. wrestler growing up was from Chicago. So as a kid, I just adopted all the Chicago sports fans or, or teams. Was it uh, Was it CM Punk? CM Punk, <laughs> man. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. He knows. Yeah, go. man. CM Punk. I know. All time favorite, man. I didn't want to. I didn't want to fully. Uh, I didn't want to fully admit the wrestling thing. I, I've been to three <laughs> WrestleManias, and so me and my, that's kind of me and my dad's thing. And so I usually don't go around and like publicly like disclose that because some people will, like, give you some weird looks. But yeah, I'm uh, I I'm pretty big into the wrestling thing. So I, I knew I knew when you said Chicago, I was like, there's only one guy. I know that's <laughs> yeah. from Chicago. Which did you say? How many WrestleManias have you been to? Been to three. Which um, ones? Been to three. So. Uh, I went to the one in New Orleans, Atlanta, and then New York. I was at the one, I mean, I don't think there's big wrestling fans out there, but when Brock Lesnar beat the Undertaker's streak, undefeated streak in, uh, in New Orleans, at I was 30. there for that one. So that was, uh, it's, it's when, he, when, he, when he lost, the stadium was like, you could hear a pin drop for like literally 15 minutes. No one really knew what to do. We were kind of yeah. looking around like, uh, yeah, he lost. It. He was like, what? It's a, it, was, it was really... Uh, it was just, it was, it was really, uh, uh, just people were shocked uh, yeah. they are live. So that's a, that's an all time like WrestleMania for me. I went to the one, the the other one in New Orleans, like four years later at, at I think it was WrestleMania 34. Uh -huh. So I went to that one, which it was, it wasn't, mm -hmm. it wasn't as exciting as that, as WrestleMania 30 was, but still it's like, it's, it's something you got to experience at least once in your life. Even if you're not a wrestling fan, I feel like you got to experience yeah. a WrestleMania, but I'm, I'm a big wrestling guy. Like, uh. I just won a championship for like the local promotion, uh, like uh, here, like okay. uh, around here. So I gotta, I gotta defend that this weekend. But yeah, man, I've always been a big wrestling guy. Like I used to, like in, in when I was in like high school, I used to like be like, oh, like I'm not gonna say I'm a wrestling fan because people are weird about it. But now, right. you know, I don't care. Like if 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 you're hating on me because I'm a I'm a wrestling guy, like I don't really care. Like do <laughs> do what you will with it. Uh, but that's awesome, dude. I didn't. Well, know. and people say that like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People are like, you know, well, it's scripted. I'm like, well, every TV show you watch is scripted. <laughs> so it's, uh, exactly. It's like so. It's a live action show. So, anyways, it's uh, yeah. So. Yeah, man. That's I, I, I did not know that uh, about you. So that's 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 something. I even <laughs> I learned something from <laughs> from go. this uh, from this episode <laughs> of the Otter, which I always do learn something. There you go. But that's that's awesome. Who? Uh, which right. was your your favorite favorite wrestler? I guess either growing up now, uh, if you had to choose one. Um, I really like AJ Styles. I think oh, yeah. I like his story. Um, you know, you know, being kind of on the outsider for a while, and then the kind of the reception he got when he came back, um, when he came into you know WWE, and uh, that's that was uh, that's really cool. You know, feel like he works hard and he kind of. Um, 
he can make anybody look good in the ring, and so I really appreciate him. Um, you know what he what he's done. So if I had to, you know, he's he's one of the ones I really, um, you know, look for. And I, and I think the product's been pretty good recently. You know, with all the the storylines they have going on, and um, uh, you know, I think it's it's been good to watch. So yeah, man, absolutely. I think I think a AJ needs like I don't know how old he is. He's he, he's definitely in his forties. Um, but like he's in his forties, yeah. He's in his 40s. To be able to do what he does in his forties is nuts. But I think I think he deserves like one more one more run at at the title, potentially. You know, have him have him beat nah. Reigns or something. That would be that would be pretty sick. But uh, but yeah, man. I don't know who's gonna beat Reigns. I mean, it's uh, I thought Cody was gonna beat him, and I was pretty shocked when he didn't. And now they've split them up, so Cody I guess won't be going after him anymore. So somebody, but yeah, uh, dude, I was somebody to go with him. But I think. Uh, <clears throat> I, I was I was shocked, man. Like, cause cause I thought like I was like, okay, this has got to be it. Like, Cody's gonna Cody won the Rumble, mm -hmm. like did a big comeback after he tore his pec, and then he came yeah. back, he wins the Royal Rumble, goes to Mania, and then like when when he was started hitting the crossroads, I was like, okay, like something's gonna happen. And then, but then I was expecting him to That's kick right. out of the, I was expecting him to kick out of the spear. I was like, oh, he's got to kick out of it, and then he just didn't. And I'm like, yeah. I I know they're trying to go with like the oh Roman's <laughs> been champion for a thousand days thing. But like, who's good? Like, he's beat That's everybody. Right. So like, I feel like you got to introduce like a new star to beat him because now he's he's beat everybody. I know it's like he's been through the whole roster. So I don't know, I don't know. Uh, it's uh, I, I don't know. And I, and I will say I do like what wrestling's doing more. They're cross pollinating more with the other like AEW and yeah. New Japan, all the other. And so I really like how they're kind of working together more and um. And and do it. I think it's just it generally helps the sport as a whole. But I agree with with Reigns. I I don't I don't know I don't know who else to put pin against him. And so uh, I guess we'll find out soon. So. Yeah, man. Like, Maybe yeah. I, my, my, so we're probably off topic. But I really would like for Jay Uso to take him down. But yeah. I will, that would be my dream if he would. If that's what I I want him to turn on him. That's what I want to happen. But like, I don't know if that would happen. I think they're kind of they're kind of <laughs> like like hitting at it because. Because uh, obviously, I think the whole bloodline thing is gonna is gonna come crumbling down. I think it's just gonna because they split them up, and and it's Roman Reigns, Paul Heyman, and Solo Sokoa on SmackDown. So I think there's right. kind of starting that divide. So I think something's gonna happen where that's right. the Usos turn. I would love that, man. I think that would be awesome. Just kind of get that would that would put that it would be great. over the top. It really would. I hundred percent agree. <laughs> yeah, man. That's well, hey, that's. Again, that was awesome. I did not know. Nobody is ever, when I tell people that I'm a Chicago sports fan because of a wrestler, like I always just say uh, my favorite wrestler growing up was from Chicago, and nobody's ever able to, to name it. So that's, right. that's pretty sick that you were just able to run off the top of the head. <laughs> yeah. punk. Um, but, right. yeah, man, that's, that's pretty incredible stuff. Well, hey, uh, unless you have anything else uh, that you would like to, uh, to uh, I guess, say to, to our fans, um, then, then we, we again appreciate Yeah, I, I would, um, yeah, I think lastly, I think it just, you know, from, from us, you know, uh, Tachi, I just want to talk, like, real quick, I, you know, we have a ton of programs to help out employees, and so we have a $10,000 per year um, reimbursement program for all employees for um, education. Uh, we've worked really heavily with DCC to create customized training courses um, for Hitachi. Um, DCC is a great partner for us. They recently recognized us as, a, as our industry partner of the year. And so we do a lot of customized training with them. Uh, they're coming here for more um, training for our employees. And so we do that. 
We have apprenticeship programs um, for, for high school students. We have internship programs for high school students and college students. Um, if you're just getting out of college, we have a great rotational program where you rotate among our six sites in the U.S. It's an absolutely dynamic program. We get to see a lot of part, lo a big part of the country and make a really good connections. Uh, if you're a high school student that doesn't want to go to college, um, we have a lot of technical training courses here um, that you can take and be a part of. And, um, and you can go the technical route um, with our wiring department or winding or welding. And, um, and the company really fully supports that. And, and we do a lot of partnerships like yourselves, you know, with the family day and with local racetracks and we, in theater plays here in town and, and in Danville. And we also, you know, work uh, to, to really give them a voice for any policy changes that go on. They, they recently, um, you know, the employees are great. They got together recently and they came up with a new policy for attendance and, and, and it was an employee driven thing. And, um, and, and it's just, uh, you know, we, we really feel like a, a family here. And so we do the best we can um, to, you know, we work together. And I, it's just a, it's a really, a lot of opportunities that you can do. I know that, you know, with me, Hitachi, I've been able to really go all around the world and see other countries and states. And, and they've been absolutely amazing um, to me. And I know that everybody, you probably, you know, a lot of people you talk to that's been with Hitachi, uh, can kind of give you the same message from different points of view. So it's a great company. If you ever you know want to know anything about us, feel free to reach out, and um, you know we'd love to talk to you about where you fit because we literally have jobs for the senior professional to somebody right out of high school to everybody in between, and you know all you know we have so many different departments here that there's a really a job for for anybody. That's that's awesome stuff, man. So hey, any of our listeners out there, if you guys. Are, are in, in need or are in search of a job, Hitachi sounds like, you know, the, the best place to be. I mean, uh, really just, just based off. Yeah, we, the, the goal is to, the goal, my, my, own, my, my KPI is, to, you know, we, we want to be the employer of choice. And, um, and I told my manager recently, it's, it's, not, it's not hard to sell um, the company. It's not hard to sell, we do. And, and some of the most rewarding things that I do is be able to work with partners like yourselves and, 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 and create things that help the employees and uh, and help as just the company move forward and, and, and so that's it's amazing I appreciate you having me you know on on the uh, on the podcast and uh, I look forward to being up there and, and working with you guys uh, as much as we can in the future moving forward absolutely Ryland well again uh, like I said we we really appreciate your time we know it is it is very valuable <clears throat> you're doing obviously some some amazing right. things there at Hitachi so we appreciate uh your time here today and, and just getting to talk with you and, and telling uh, you know our fan base about what Hitachi is doing and, and just kind of uh, giving some insight uh, from from you and, and, and seeing what you guys are doing but again thank you so much uh, for this and uh, yeah if, if you don't have anything else then, then I think that we can we can wrap this up and uh, Thank you so much again. Oh, that's been great. Anytime, anytime, anytime I can talk about my, you know, the job, the, the community, I can talk about wrestling and baseball. I'm pretty good day. So, uh, <laughs> that's so pretty good. I, was, I honestly, I, I never would have ever dreamed about talking about wrestling on this call, but, uh, but uh, that's, that's awesome. So, I got to be honest, the, the same, same here with, uh, same here with me. Like I never, never would have anticipated that, but Hey, you know, like like we always say, even even if it's not on purpose, we have something for everybody. So. <laughs> it's
All right, Ryan. Well, hey, again, we appreciate you, man. And uh, we will be talking soon. The summer of 2023 is rapidly approaching, and that means OtterBots baseball will soon be back. You will not want to miss the spectacle that is an OtterBots game. And lucky for you, season tickets are on sale now. You can reserve your seat for just $220 and enjoy all of the VIP benefits along with it. What sounds better than your seat reserved for every bot's home game? Custom nameplates on your seats, an in-seat VIP weight service, 10% off all merchandise, access to exclusive events and experiences, and much, much more? Well, nothing. Nothing sounds better than that. Secure your seats now by giving us a call and join us for another star-studded summer of Danville Otterbots baseball. All right, folks, we are back. It's been a long time. We've been busy, but a lot has happened in that month. Uh, baseball's completely taken off. We've seen some incredible things from teams that you wouldn't necessarily expect it from. You've seen some things from teams that you would expect a lot from, and they are not good. Not good. Um the Yankees. We'll talk about that later. Um, <clears throat> yeah, no, the Yankees. Uh, but anyway, we just finished up with Patrick and Henry Community College. They uh, what was what was the final home record? Was it fifteen and nine? Fifteen and four. Fifteen and four. Yeah. So they they this was truly home for home them. Field it, it was advantage, a, baby. It was a great time having them out here, seeing some of the talent that they had out in the field. It was exciting for us to watch. Uh, every time they were out here, and it's something that we're we're looking forward to. Hopefully, having them out for a series or two next year, just to relive some old days as it was. Um, but now we're kind of in in that little lull between their season and our season starting up in month gosh, and three days. Month and three days. That is today. both terrifying and exciting. Tuesday, exciting. June sixth, man, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be explosive for one because opening night. Post game fireworks. It's Post-game going explosions. to be yep. uh, no fireworks, just fireworks. No, nothing other. Post game fireworks. Not to mention every Friday night that we've got a game is is Friday fireworks. So we're doing uh, doing a, a whole lot of really cool stuff this year. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. But again, a month and three days away from Tuesday, June the sixth. It is. Uh, it's going to be one uh, one heck of a ride for sure. Uh, season three of the Otterbots, man. Three. I mean, it is uh, – I know you weren't here for, for year one. I was just a, a game day staff member right, year one. But, 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 man, like time is really flying by, and the Otterbots are cementing a legacy here really in, in Danville. It. I mean, it's a legacy. It really is. So uh, we're excited for our season, like I said, a month and three days away, and we're going to have a lot of, of really fun – Stuff coming up, but again, we've missed a lot of a lot of hot topics on baseball because we we've have. been so busy kind we of have. getting things together for our season. But we figured now would be a good time to uh, to talk about some things. The AL East, I think, is the first topic that that needs to be discussed here because as of a few about a week ago, it was oh hey the the Red Sox suck, they're in last place in their division, and now it's been completely turned on its head. And the Yankees, whoa, the New whoa, York whoa, Yankees, whoa, whoa. I, I think before we get need to we need to preface this before we get to the Yankees being the bottom of the uh, bottom of the division. Because granted, I, I know you have the the divisions pulled up here. The Yankees are sixteen and fifteen in a last place team. That's the only time you're ever going to see a over five hundred team in last place. So. The AL East truly is the quote-unquote AL beast because the Rays up until two weeks ago didn't lose a game. 
they went on a what was it? I think they ended with a thirteen and zero streak to start the season. Thirteen or fourteen, and then the they're, O's. They're, which, they're, their home record is fifteen and two. By the way, talk about a home field advantage. Yeah, and the trop is not great. So no, it's not. It's but surprising. It's, but I mean, you look at teams like the Orioles, twenty and nine. Yeah, I mean, they're they're right they're 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 right they're right behind the race. Imagine being twenty and nine and still three and a half games out of first place. Yeah, I mean that's it's pretty ridiculous. And then I think you know when when you're talking about Blue Jays, Red Sox, Yankees, I mean they're all in the same breath. They're all kind of right there together. Obviously, Blue Jays have a, a little bit of an upper hand. Which, Which two games I don't know if you saw though. the Red Sox just took two games from the Blue Jays. We're, we're, we we still got two more to go, but we're hoping. Uh, I mean, hey, like only two games know? behind. So if you guys catch up. Uh, if we win both of these take, games, you we, guys can we, take third. Yeah, we'll jump into third, which would be nice. Which and the Yankees, man, who do the Yankees play next? Is my question. Um, oh, so they, they play the Rays. So they got the, they the, got Guardians, the Guardians tonight, tonight and, and then, then they've got the Rays for three. That that actually might be detrimental, not to their season, but just well, to their. See what I'm they come at back here, with the A's. You see what's tough. Rays, A's. Look who they come back with. Though. They come back with the Rays. Four games set against the Rays. Three games set against the Blue Jays. Four games set against the Blue Jays. And they get the Reds, though. And they get the Reds. And then they come back with the O's, man. It's It's not going to be easy. It's going to be – it's an uphill battle. And Judge is injured now. He's on the the 10-day IL. Yeah, man. It's an uphill battle for the Yankees, I think. And also, I've just been hearing a whole lot of just just bad-mouthing about Aaron Hicks. He's bad. And how bad he is. I – I don't know. I don't watch Yankees baseball, but all I've heard is he's basically the Eric Hosmer of the New York Yankees. He no, he's that's that's an insult to Eric Hosmer. There's no way. No, it's, Eric that, Hosmer that sucks. An, that is an insult to Eric Hosmer. Are Aaron we Hicks sure? is he's not a good player. And neither is Eric Hosmer. I'm just saying. At least Eric Hosmer like has a ring to his name. Who Doesn't cares? He have an MVP too. He's got a Gold Glove. Got multiple gold gloves. I think he's two time, three time gold glover. Either way, he sucks now. So Aaron Hicks sucks worse. I maybe his his maybe his defense sucks worse. Everything sucks about him. To be Eric honest. Hosmer. Did you see? So you know how they do the roll call thing at the Bronx? Oh yeah. And there's that that guy who's you know I have my Aaron. Yeah, yeah, that guy. His voice makes my skin crawl. But they were doing the the roll call the other day with Aaron Hicks, and he was just like refusing to acknowledge them. So they just kept going, Aaron Hicks, yeah. Aaron. And I'm Hicks. like, oh my god, please make it. And it was uh, it was last night's game actually. I'd Why did it. he do that? And he probably scared team, he was going to miss a pop fly. The stadium was empty in the Bronx for a night game. Granted, it's a Tuesday, but you shouldn't see seats a bunch of seats open in the lower bowl. Yeah, I mean, dude, even even an uncompetitive Cubs team. Yeah. A Tuesday at, at Wrigley at 7 p.m. is bumping, dude. Like, it doesn't matter. And that's and then I'm not saying Yankees fans aren't loyal because they probably are. But it's, you know, it's just different. They're not loyal. Well, they're they're loyal when they're playing they're, When well. they're good. Which, yeah. which for, for the past, like, you know. 14 dec- years. It's, 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 they've been relevant. They've been relevant. Yeah, but, I mean, can you consider yourself relevant if you haven't had a ring in 14 years? Like, yes, because I – mean, Granted, because, the Red Sox, it's been a while. It's been five years for us, so – Because we, you could be competitive. You could be competitive and relevant without having won a World Series. I think that's what makes the Yankees so interesting is the fact that they've been so good and haven't been able to get over that hump. It's almost like um, it's almost like the Green Bay Packers for the last, like, uh, like 10 years. I mean, they're essentially the a carbon copy well, of each other. Do you know what the issue is? When you play in a little league ballpark all year, that's what happens when you go to the playoffs and you play in stadiums like uh, 
I can't say Fenway. Is that yeah? You can't. You can't like uh, Cleveland, for example, which they almost lost to Cleveland in the opening round last year. I will say that the Chicago Cubs are notorious for winning on Tuesday nights in Cleveland. Did they win last night? No, the World Series. <laughs> was it a Tuesday night? It was a Tuesday night in Cleveland, and uh, it might, might not have been a Tuesday <laughs> night. I'm I'm actually just joking. Oh, I thought you. Were, uh, it might have been a Tuesday. I don't. It might be a Wednesday. Actually. You know what? I'm just gonna, for the sake of proving you wrong, I want to. I think it, there's a shirt because when obvious shirts has a shirt that says the best baseball game was played on a Tuesday night in Cleveland. I think it was a Tuesday night. Javi Baez is garbage. What? What did Javier Baez come in? How does? You just said his name. When he no, played. I didn't. Yeah, you did. When? You just said Javier Baez is garbage. You said he was wearing a T-shirt that said Tuesday is the That's best. That's not player. what I said. I said obvious shirts. Oh, oh, I thought you said Javier's shirt. No, dude. I, okay. I don't know. I, there was one on the day. That's all I know. What? I can't find it. I'm looking. Do you know who the TV announcers were? It was John Smoltz and Joe Buck. You're welcome. Yeah, dude. Joe Buck is awesome. It sucks I, that it sucks that he's not announcing baseball anymore. Oh, and Matt Vaskersian, my boy. He used to was, be the well, show no, announcer. so it was November third of 20, um, 2016, because that was my birthday. So happy birthday to me. Um, but I would like to look on the calendar. Did I forget see. your birthday this year? No, I text you, I think. Oh, thanks for the text. What do you want me to do? I wasn't working that day. I don't think. It was a Friday, so you should have been. <laughs> no. Um, 2016. Let's see. Let's see if I'm wrong. You said November 11th? Tuesday. That's, That's Thursday. Thursday. Ah, it was a Thursday. It had a T. Who cares? <laughs> Whatever. But, I mean, if you want to talk about your, uh, your Wrigley boys, my boy, uh, my boy Cody Bellinger, who I Cody said, who I said was going to be better than... Christian Yelich at the beginning of the year. I don't and know if you remember me saying that. And I also predicted. No, you didn't. I also predicted. You said that Yelich was going to be better. Than no, that. I didn't. Yeah, yeah. I said that <coughs> that the two guys that swap places, Jason Hayward and Cody Bellinger, that Cody Bellinger would be better. And Cody Bellinger, let's let's talk about Cody Bellinger for a second, because this guy, this guy's got seven home runs. Okay, let's let's pull up the the stats right now. Is Cody Bellinger is on uh he's on a tear, okay? 2023 20, regular season. Oh, 303. Batting 303 with an on-base percentage of 377, an OPS of 973, and this guy has seven home runs, 18 RBIs. I mean, he's he's back, not to MVP level, but he's back. I mean, back what are we a, looking at as, for appearances here? 99 at bats, not even 100 yet? Come on now. Dude, he's, he's, come on now. He, he's Come played on in now. every game with the exception of two because he was on maternity leave because his wife had a baby. First of all, paternity leave. Whatever. And second of all, so? Just two. He's missed two games. That, yeah, that, if he had those two games, he would have been over 100 at-bats. Look up uh, look up uh, Rafi Devers. See what he's, how many at-bats he has. I don't care. It's going to be more. Well, it doesn't matter because the Red Sox are rolling through the lineup quicker. Because their offense, their bats are hot. Or 
No, so I, this is what I'll tell you. This so is, you're acknowledging that the Red Sox offense is an absolute juggernaut. It's not a juggernaut, but they're hot. And also, but no, this is what I'll say is that the Cubs, the Cubs top five in the lineup is fine. But then we get into the Eric Hosmer and the Edwin Rios and the, the Yeah, but every the team Jan, has that. That's why it's the bottom nine of the order. No. You have you have that. You're going to get that no, no. matter what Can you explain on. to me why why yesterday Patrick Wisdom was in the nine hole? You can't explain it to me. He leads the league. Yeah, I can't. Leads the he's league. turning the batting order over. No. Yes. No. Okay. He leads the league in home runs 10. He's tied with the, the league leading home runs uh, with Max Muncy. Okay. Leads the league in homers and is batting in the nine hole. Should be. No. He should be the cleanup guy, if anything. He should be the cleanup. He's dude, look. It should go, and it goes. Wait, wait where did you say he was batting? He, he yesterday he was batting nine. Bellinger? No, oh. Patrick Wisdom. Bellinger's always. You're, you're a little too high on Patrick Wisdom. Dude, I'm too high on Patrick Wisdom, dude. You 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 seriously? You have to watch this guy because this is the thing about Patrick Wisdom is every time he touch every time he hits the ball, it's either. It's either a foul ball or a home run. All right, let's see it. Though. He strike. Yes, he strikes out, but that's because when he does hit the ball, it's, it's just, just a home run. Stats. I'm going no, go to, to his B ref. No, I'm, I'm going here. Twenty to three, 99 at bats, just like Bellinger. Uh, Twenty one runs, twenty four hits, more home runs, eleven home runs, two forty two average, no stolen bases. Because he doesn't get it. He, he doesn't get the first. He doesn't get the first base. How's he going to steal a base if he's hit a home run? Go back, stay at third, refuse to go home, and then steal home. Uh, Look at this. He's got he's got thirty eight strikeouts already. Yeah, dude. I said he strikes out. He, a lot. He's walked ten times and struck out thirty eight. Okay, but he makes up with it with eleven home runs, dude. Eleven. He's hit double digits already. The only other person to do that. You shouldn't be hitting more home runs than you are walking. Who cares? A lot of people. Not me. Because in 2021, he had 28 home runs and 32 walks. That's awful. Combined with his 153 strikeouts. Okay, dude, you gotta have some. You gotta have some power on your team. 153 strikeouts. When you talk about this guy, yeah, Rafi Devers, who doesn't strike out 38 times in a gets, season. Okay, already. but it doesn't matter when you got guys like Ian Happ and Seiya Suzuki who are who are and, and Dansby Swanson. Seiya Suzuki's been injured for half the time he's been in Chicago, so okay. you're really counting on him to be something. It, no, what I'm saying is when you got guys like that who are going to uh, to to get the um, the pitch count up, and they're taking their walks. You need a guy like Patrick Wisdom. And I was watching draft day the other day because it was draft day. I was watching draft day, and and that move, can, can can we pause for a second? No, can I go to a little, uh, fine. Finish your thought. No, this is what I was gonna say. I was gonna say. Uh, he says uh, Kevin Costner's character says that uh, I've got a team full of Tarzans. I don't need a Jan or a Jane. I mean, I've got a team full of Tarzans. I don't need a Jane. And so the coach goes, I've got or, – or something. He says something about that. And the coach goes, I've got a locker room full of Tarzans. I could use a Jane. Patrick Wisdom is the Jane. I don't get what that means, to be honest with you. Tarzan dated Jane. So you it's want t- someone to date Patrick Wisdom? No. It's just it's, – it's an analogy, my friend. It's a – you know, that doesn't make sense to me. And that, that just – that is a good segue to this tangent. 
Because draft day has a whole makes no sense. No, it doesn't. It makes no – why are <laughs> – he literally acknowledges at one point where he's like, I could have stayed at seven and got yeah. the player I wanted, but I traded up to one. Well, no. Why? But also the fact that, that they were at seven – they were thinking about training up the whole time and never thought to watch film on the on the quarterback they were going to take. And also, watch him. but also watch him on, on draft day. But also, <laughs> two hours before you're on the clock. But also, they're not even watching all 22 film. They're just watching the the TV footage of the, <laughs> of the game. And then and then the, I'll never forget this one part in the movie where they're watching the edge rusher. Uh, what's his name? Vontae Mack. Yeah. Rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. Rest in peace. They're watching him, and he just goes – he goes right around the the right tackle, and this guy goes, wow. He just – he he bull rushed that tackle. And I'm like, dude, do you know what bull rush is? Like, who wrote this movie? It's a – it's so – it's it's basically like a – it's like a Walmart money ball is what it's trying to be. And it's it's like a fun movie. Like, Kevin Costner, you can't really go wrong – he says he wants David G.D. Putney because he wants him, and he gets all his picks back, and he gets David Putney. Who the hell is David Putney? Nobody knows. He's a punt returner apparently, and they thought, hey, what would we name a punt returner? David Putney. Yeah, I like it. I think it's – but Sign nonetheless – Sign me up. Nonetheless, you need a Jane for uh, you know all of your 12 I, I'm still not really Either way, clear on that. This is all I'm saying is Patrick Wisdom – is a monster. Do you need a Jane? Is that what's going on here? No. Do you want Patrick Wisdom to be your Jane? No, I just want Patrick Wisdom to be successful. Because he hit bombs. I'd be okay with that. If I, you could get me his autograph or something, maybe. I yeah. want Patrick Wisdom to be successful so the Cubs can be successful is all I'm saying. Do you know who else has been successful? Pretty successful anyway. Your, your boy Nico. Nico Horner. Now, I, I do like Nico, so I have nothing bad to say about him. Nico Horner, man. And people doubted him. People doubted him because – who doubted them? A lot of people. A lot of people were questioning the extension. I'm telling you, people were. Oh, the extension. Yeah, okay, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Because people were questioning before we got Dansby. He was – Nico Horner's a shortstop. He's really a second baseman. I like him better at second. He's a shortstop. He doesn't have the arm for he, short. He does. No, he's he, not. He, he, you got to see Nico – you have not seen Nico Horner play baseball. Yeah, I have. Nico Horner is – he can play both, which is great. He's a utility player. Like He can, he can play both. But Nico Horner's bad. Has been hot. He just last night against the Washington Nationals. Go Nats! Uh, he ended his twenty-seven game uh, on base streak. I mean, that's and most of those. And I want to say it was a hit streak. Also, like I don't think it was just like on base. I think it was hit streak. So like twenty-seven games, twenty-seven games. This guy has been on base or recorded a hit. It ended last what, night. Is he just going up looking for a walk every time? Is that what we got going on here in no, Chicago? Dude, 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 no, Nico. Is it man. a money ball situation over there in the Windy City? No, 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 no. Nico Horner is one of the most untalked about best players in baseball. He's untalked about, but he is one of the best players. Does he in have baseball. a card in the show? No. He I don't should. know. I, he, he, you know, he absolutely should. He's uh, he's up to three bombs now. I think he's not really he's not a big power hitter. He's more of a get it in the gap, yeah, get he's on a base. base profile. Um, but same with Dansby Swanson. He had a lot. He just hit his first bomb last week. Yeah, but now he's up to three. Is he actually he's up to yeah, three? Wow. He's he, he. That's what I'm saying. The Cubs bats are heating up a little bit. The problem is, problem is Eric Hosmer. Eric Hosma is messing it, messing it up for and 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 a lot of people talk about Hosmer and Mancini in the same breath. 
but I liked Mancini a lot Mancini more. Is I, I love Mancini. I, I like him a lot more at first base. You need more out of him. No, dude. I mean, he's he's been like compared fine. to Hosmer. Yes, in terms of clutchness, Trey Mancini's been a- actually pretty good. What, what's he been? Pull pull it up for me. Trey Mancini. He's I think he's got four bombs, three or four, um, in in big spots too, in big spots. Um, well, we'll go here. No. I'm not doing that. It's it's the better website. What a terrible rendering of his face. That's a picture of him. I know, but it's just like like you that just rendering. That, that doesn't That's him. That doesn't look like him at all. Um, <laughs> terrible rendering. <laughs> look, ninety two fifty eight. All right, that's yeah, not as bad as two fifty eight. He's got three home runs. Uh, 15, 15 ribbies. You know what I'm saying? Ribby, ribby. Uh, so three oh seven on base percentage. Like he's not bad. Uh, Eric Cosmer, for example, he is bad. Eric Cosmer, man, yes. I just i I don't understand why we've got this guy sitting in Iowa. Go to his. I'm going to show you something. Click that page. We've got trust we've, me. We've got this guy sitting in Iowa, Matt Mervis. He's a first baseman. He's absolutely raking. Two sixty three. He's batting better. Well, actually, no, he's not. That was he's very just... old baseball. I mean, to only look at his batting average. I'm sorry. I apologize. Two home runs. He's a zero 13. war. Yeah, dude. He yeah, he sucks. Well, he's an average player. No, he but he sucks. Though. Okay, but a zero war is an average player. Either way, um, I don't hate Eric Osmond as a person. I hate him as a player, and I hope that well, you have no reason to hate him as a person. So no, I don't. That's <laughs> okay. what I'm saying. But I hope he gets DFA'd. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> uh, or okay. Either well, way, I'm, man. I'm glad the Red Sox DFA'd him because he yeah. needed to go. He, he needed to go. You know he sucks. I I wasn't making the argument that he was good. Yeah, no, he's. I was not. making the argument that his his batting average is better than Trey Mancini, Trey Mancini which what? it is, which it is, and that's okay. But you know, you're you're talking about Nico Horner with his little on base streak. Like you don't little even know if it, you don't even know if it has hits. Do you know who has a hitting streak that's still active? Do you know? Mazataka Yoshida. Mazataka Yoshida. And he's been like something like 400 over that span. Yeah, pull, pull up his stats. Let's do this. Hold on. No, no, I don't need to see Nico Horner's stats. I don't I don't need to see that. Oh, Mazataka Yoshida is going to be the 2023 AL Rookie of the Year, and there's no doubt about it. Seven-game hitting streak. That's cute. No. That is cute. It wasn't on base streak. Yeah, 26 straight games where he was on base. On base. Okay, who cares? It's awesome. Yeah, great. How do you even spell uh, M-A-S-A-T-A-K-A? Yep. Mazataka Yoshida. I like him, man. I do. Go to his B-Ref. Yep, there you go. He's a good player. C is war. 0.6 war. That's good. 298 batting average, five dongs, uh, 19 ribbies. What's he slashing? 391 OBP, 511 slugging, 902 yeah, OPS. Dude, he's a he's a good dog. player. He's a good player. Dog. I did not know he was All, five eight. Yeah, he, he's, he's a small, small guy. guy. He's a small frame. He's a small guy. But um, he's been doing well on the field too. The main concern with him when he was coming over was his outfield and playing the green monster. But he's been. Doing what does he? Does he play? He plays left field. Left field. Okay. Yeah. So he's he's kind of I don't know what Seiya Suzuki is uh, in terms of height. He's I think he's kind of small. I think he's about six foot tall. They're, I think they're relatively the same because looking at 
both of their pictures with Otani. And Otani's a massive human yeah. being. They both look small. But I mean, I guess that's just because mass- he's massive. That they yeah. Just look small. Either way, man. But yeah, no, I like Mazataka Yoshida. I he's think a dog. he's. I think he's, he's great. Dog. I think he's gonna be fun for the for the Red Sox. I, I wanted. Think the whole Red I Sox wanted offense him. right now is fun. like I. I wanted him on the Cubs because I thought Suzuki was gonna like recruit him and everything. Tell him I think Suzuki's kind of a bust, to be honest with you. No, dude, Suzuki's awesome. Suzuki's awesome. Man. You need. I need to see it. He's awesome. I need to see it before. You know, I won't say he's a bust. I'll say I need to see it. No, I think I think that we do need to see it. He hasn't been great. I don't even know what his stats are, man. I don't know what his stats. Let's see. He's he's been fine this year. There's not times I watch him and I'm like, I'm like, uh, do more. You know what I'm saying? He's got a home run. Mm, um, I mean, it's been two sixty two. Negative four. I mean, it's fine. Um Again, I don't watch Suzuki play and go, "Uh, you suck." You know? No, I mean, definitely not. There's, there's far worse. Players, I think, but... I think that he's he's a good player, and I think he'll come into his own. Um, but I, I gotta say, man, that the Cubs middle infield is bad. Great. Oh. Oh yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when, you, when you're talking Nico and Dansby, and then we're playing Patrick hey, Wisdom Danny. at third. We're playing pa- and Patrick Wisdom, Danny Swanson. I gotta say, man, he is one hell of a third baseman. He's got an arm on him that you wouldn't expect. Um, but nonetheless, let's talk about you know the Red Sox. You know, you you, you thought you you everybody thought they were down, they were out. Yeah. And they've just kind of creeped their way back up. Yeah, and I mean, I, I, the first couple of weeks of the season were a little tough. Like, going against the Rays and losing those four was tough, but everyone was losing to the Rays yeah. at that point. And when you look at all the crap that's been talked about, the Red Sox and their lineup going into the season, which, granted, most of it was warranted. Yeah, warranted. The pitching is still not great, but it's better. And when you have the bats as hard as they are, couldn't get a little gap between you and the Yankees, who are at the bottom of the AL East. Um, just finally got back over 500. It took him a couple games. Seven years. They're not good. Um, and Aaron Boone, you know, he's not a good manager. And that's okay because no one ever really thought he was. Um, Brian Cashman, how do you still have a job genuinely? That's not even asking like to be a, a jerk or anything. I, I, I don't know how you have a job because you have – been a terrible GM for what is it for? I don't know. Gosh, a long time, a long time, and maybe they should hire Billy Bean. Okay. Actually, speaking of Billy Bean, no, we'll, we'll get into this in a second. Hey, we'll get into this. I don't want. I don't want. I don't want to rush past this piece here. Uh, Judge is injured. Garrett Aaron, Cole is a literal Aaron muppet. Hicks. Aaron Hicks is playing the best baseball of his life right now. Aaron Hicks is garbage. I hate Garrett Cole so much, though, dude. I can't. Anytime I see him do well, I, I can't even give him credit because I'm like, you you were just awful. Although he is on my MLB The Show team and Mine he did too. pitch a no hitter for me. So shout out Garrett Cole for the no hitter. Shout out Anthony Volpe also. I don't know why. I'm just shouting him out. He was another. No, we're player. not going to do that. He he's a he's a prospect. No, no. Shout out he's Anthony Rizzo because no. I can respect Anthony. Do you, Rizzo. do you know the thing he does for the roll call? Volpe. I don't no, know when they call for Rizzo. He turns around and goes. Oh yeah, that's sick. Yeah. This the Cubs thing now is uh, whenever they it's either it's a, it's a it's an extra base hit or a home run they do this. Uh, it's a twist. I don't know what it is. They uh, do this. The Red Sox do like a. 
this thing. I don't know if it's like, oh, they, point in their muscle. They do the twist thing. I don't get it. I think uh, the 2018 Red Sox double celebration was unmatched. Really? Yeah. They, I, I, I can't really – can you look it up for me? I can't really describe it without not being family friendly because, yeah, it was the year that we dominated the league and won the World Series. There it is. No, no, no. That's 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 gonna be him doing a Fortnite dance. Okay. Well, why is do Mookie? Because it was why it was Mookie. That did, I don't know, dude. Double celebration here. Never mind. We're not gonna fight. Basically, they did a little. Uh, oh, there. See, there's a picture of Mookie doing it. It's a little. Uh, oh, th- I mean, I don't know what that is. Well, because. <laughs> They do that. Oh, okay. <laughs> gotcha. I see. Yeah, okay. not, not very family friendly to describe. So I was hoping there would just yeah. be a video that I could show. Yeah, no, there's not. Um, either it's okay. way, it's okay. The Red Sox uh, were awesome that year, and we're awesome again. 2023. Hang that banner. No. Because it's going to happen. I mean, I don't know what we're waiting for at this point. Don't hang a it's, banner, it's gonna but uh, it's going to happen. There's soon to be a new banner hung up, and as we were talking about Billy Bean, he's uh, he's gonna be packing up his things soon and moving uh, to a new place. Yeah, uh, the land Hello, of Vegas. opportunity. Let's go, the land of opportunity, Las Vegas, Nevada. They're getting all the hot teams, and now they're getting the Oakland A's. Who mm-hmm. we'll see, man. It's uh, yeah, how no, it's gonna be something. So it's interesting you brought this up because I kind of want to get your thoughts on this. There's been a, a lot of backlash within backlash within Oakland. Oh, well, of course, because they don't uh, want to lose their team, but they're gonna. So, no, that's that's. I just want to get your thoughts about like, do you like the move? Do you think they should have stayed in Oakland and tried to work something out there? Man, I mean, I, you got a feel for uh, got a feel for the fans of Oakland. Well, they lost the Raiders, right? They lost the Raiders. Uh, and that was tough because the Raiders were, no, they were like Bo Jackson. They're they're main staple in in uh, Oakland sports. And now you're taking the A's, man. It's it's gonna be tough for for the fans there. But I think that financially, logistically, probably probably the right move. Um, because it's not a lot happening uh, there. I mean, last year there the stadium was so empty that there were two people doing things in the top of the ballpark that shouldn't be doing at the top of the ballpark. Yeah, no, that's that's fair. But so what kills me is I don't know if you I don't know if you've seen the pictures going around, but of what the Coliseum used to look before yeah. they put the uh, I forget what the name of it is, but the the giant section for the Raiders to to add more seating. Yeah. It was gorgeous. Yeah. It was an awesome ballpark. And if they just did something like that, it would have been really cool, especially the Bay Area is such a cool area. But, I mean, at least you have the Giants, but it used to it, – it still having that Bay Area matchup was always uh, yeah. a fun rivalry. And now uh, now we see him going to Vegas, so I guess that kind of knocks out the expansion team idea of them going to Vegas. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know, like – that's so right. You wonder if they keep did they keep the A's name? Did they go something like uh, they go something that's intertwined with with 
you know, Vegas, they go with the Aces. I don't know. The Aces is a minor league name, but they're probably still going to go A's. I doubt they changed the name. That's strange, though. They're not going to change the name. So the Vegas Athletics, like, that's kind of strange to me. Vegas A's. Yeah, that's weird, man. I don't know. I think. What, what would you want it to be? I don't know because I don't, I don't really. I don't know. It's, it's a, I think that's a, it's a tough, tough decision. But I don't think the A's makes much sense. Do they stick with it? Because do they stick with the same color scheme? Yes. Like I think they're they, going to. They they got to go some some form of. It's gold, the same reason man. they didn't change anything from the Raiders. They're not going to. I think that Raiders. Las Vegas Athletics get used to it. I hate that. You might hate it. Doesn't matter if you hate it. I would. What it's I would happen. do. What I would do though. If if it is the A's, I would take the I would change the yellow to gold to fit more of the. It is gold. No, it's it's yellow. It's gold. It's yellow. I would make it like like the Vegas Golden Knights gold, like gold. But with that green, that'd look nasty. I think. Uh, no. You got you got to do something. You got to do something to, to <laughs> spruce it up. Um, but I don't know. I don't I don't know about the the Vegas Athletics. I think that that's a that's a goofy name, to be quite honest with you. In right. 2020, Jeff Passan has of April 1st, 2023. The Oakland Athletics have no plans to change their name. <sighs> That's sad because there's a lot you can do. They've been around since 1901. There's no way they changed the name, which is why did you move? But I'm not a fan of the move personally. Well, now I'm not, I'm really not a fan of the move because. Because now there could have been an expansion team with a completely different name, completely different. Well, that's what kills me. There was, there's definitely a market there, and the A's moving there is going to happen faster well, no. than an expansion team moving there. Yeah, no. Well, there's definitely a market there. Like, like we saw, like hockey in the desert, man. People were skeptical about it because first it was the Phoenix Coyotes and Arizona Coyotes, uh, and then the Golden Knights were the expansion team for uh, the NHL, and they have just become um, really just a, a, a hub for new fans of the sport. I think that could do a lot for baseball in Vegas, but I think that moving the A's, it's going to bring a lot more dislike to them than I think that I think uh, like just because of the, the stench that comes with being the former Oakland A's. Because now it's like, oh, the Oakland, it's just the Oakland A's, but they're in Vegas. Instead of, oh, hey, we've got this new team with a new name uh, who is an expansion of the MLB. You know, it has a a rotten rotten stench to it. As much as I would like for that to be the case. Maybe they'll change their mind, but probably not. Maybe they'll be the, the Vegas commanders. Did you just wink? Nope. Uh, maybe they'll be the Vegas Commanders because that's a good name. Is it? No. Maybe they, they can be the Vegas baseball team. That's <laughs> basically what the athletics is. Like it's it's like a yeah. I mean, honestly, but it's it, it hurts me. But anyway, I, I don't want to talk about garbage teams anymore and their plight to try to save them. Uh, the Pirates have already saved themselves. Because they just locked up their guy, Brian Reynolds, who I thought would be a future yeah, Red Sox. He's so and good, And now bro. they are 20 and 10. He's so Where is good, this coming dude. from? I don't know. And O'Neal Cruz isn't even part of that because no, he's been, he's on, been out. He's, he will be out. He's on the 60-day IL. I, dude, it makes me so mad because I feel like what, 
finally, finally, when the Cubs finally spent a little bit of money, finally did a little bit to make their team better, the Pirates, out of all teams, are the team to come out of the woodworks and be good? Yeah, I'm all for it. I w- it would make sense for the Brewers, and the Brewers are good, by the way. It would make sense for the Cardinals. The Cardinals suck, by the way. Have fun, Wilson Contreras, my friend. Let's go, Wilson. Good for Wilson Contreras signing with a uh, mediocre to bad team. He's awesome. Um, either way, again, the Pirates, man. I, I mean, I'm glad for them and their fan base because they've struggled a lot yeah. lately. But Brian Reynolds, man, I gotta say, really love him as a player. It hurts to say because, but he is such, such a fantastic. I'm telling player. you, when they when they came to Boston and they. Stomped all over us with Brian Reynolds hitting like three dongs in the series, dude. Like, he, I mean, he's so good. Like he, he's that guy, and they locked him up for what is it, eight years? I think seven. I think seven. Yeah, man. He's, I mean, he's gonna be. He's gonna be one hell of a player for, for a steal. Yeah, it's not much money compared to what major league deals gotten. now. Yeah, if he would, if he would hit, uh, if he hit the open market, right if he hit the open market, he would have got, uh, he would have got a bag, but. The Pirates are, are really good, man. Like you said, 20 and 10. Um, so they're playing really good baseball. Um, and, yeah, like it's it, the uh, the NL Central is is an odd division. It's kind of a three-man race now. It's kind of all been sorted out. I know that Cardinals fans think they really have a chance. They don't. More um, so than the Cubs. But, yeah, continue. They don't. Okay. But three-man race, uh, Pirates, Brewers, Cubs. Cubs are – they they're losing games, and the problem with them is they're losing games they shouldn't lose, just because of uh, bullpen management. Michael Fulmer, I'm looking at you, my friend. You are the worst relief pitcher. He's pretty good. Uh, I, like, I like him personally. He, dude, he's so bad. Um, but also, partial to blame is David Ross because he just doesn't know how to manage. Whoa, bullpen. he doesn't know how to manage. Watch bullpen. it, dude. He doesn't watch dude. it. Dude, I'm not watching it. I'm watching this terrible management of a bullpen from David Ross, who consistently puts Michael Fulmer in the the game. One-run games. Oh, I'm sorry. I put a big league pitcher in and expected him to know how to pitch. Michael Fulmer, I don't think, would make it a uh, coach Whatever. pitch, to be completely honest. Whatever. I don't think he could be a coach and pitch two kids and strike them out. I struck out a bunch of kids this past weekend, but, you know. Good for you, pal. It was awesome. That's all I'm saying. But You know, with all this baseball talk, we've got a ton – Coming up, obviously, we still we're only one month into the MLB season, so we've still got a long way to go on that long front. Way to go. Um, we're we're getting closer every day to our season. Um, it's going to be awesome. We got a lot of amazing things that are coming our way, uh, coming your way too. It obviously, has has the fans. Um, one of which being, we may or may not have a roster. Do we have our roster? We, we may or may not have a roster. By the time you're hearing this, it might be already announced and up on all of our socials and website. um, Yeah, do me a favor. If if, if you're listening to this before May 4th at 10 a.m., we might have a roster. If you're listening to this after May 4th at 10 a.m., we have a roster. We have a roster. And really exciting stuff. So uh, if you're listening to this after the roster has been been announced, go feel free. Check out the roster. Check it out. Check out uh, some of these Otterbots, future Otterbots, uh, who are, are going to be here this summer in just about a month now. Yeah. And they're going to be leaving us. In this clubhouse right here, prepping for games, getting ready to go. 
leading us to our first ever Appalachian League title. The Appalachian League Heavyweight Championship. No, it's not called that. Well, that's what we're going to call no, it. No, no one's going to call it. When the Otterbots win no. the Appalachian League uh, Championship, it's going to be the Heavyweight Championship because that's just how we roll, man. That's how we roll. So this, okay. is, this is what I'll say. Okay? Expect the bots to come out hot and stay hot. That's what I'm going to say. Season sweep against the sock puppets. Count on it. Bring out the brooms, baby. It starts Tuesday, June the 6th against those stinky, rotten, crusty sock puppets. And, hey. Post-game explosions. Post-game fireworks. And the sock puppets will have to watch um, as they will be 0-1. It always happens. Always will. The Autobots always happens. What? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, just, I don't know. <laughs> Why are you pointing at me? Like, it, what, you know what else always happens? And you just point? Like, what What am I, what am I supposed to say there? I don't know. I thought you were going to say, let's go. <laughs> no. <laughs> we'll be saying it soon enough, right? <sighs> oh, man, dude. <laughs> the the crowds, the uh, everybody will be saying it. <laughs> But uh, before we head off here, once again, we would like to thank uh, Mr. Ryland Clark from Hitachi Energy uh, for being our special guest here on this episode of the Otter Pod. But until Tuesday, June the 6th, against the dirty, rotten, stinky, crusty sock puppets, let's go bots!